because we take this job so serious. What the f*** is that? <laughs> Sorry, pardon me. My apologies. What in the all types of blue hell? This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Ah, the mind of wise. You never know what's going to come out and when it's going to come out. And no. that, that happened live, folks. That happened live. Why is sitting in for Cole Johnson? Uh, well, we may as well open the doors to Fahalia. We're going to do that right now. Passionate. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Unflinching. Let's go back to losing. Parking was easier. Unrelenting. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Totally. This one has a chance. Deeds. And this full-blown fibrillation goes by the name of Chris Deeds, and he joins us right now. Good morning, Deeds. Uh, morning, guys. How, how you doing, Snowman? Wise, always good to see you. Morning, Deeds. All right, Deeds. I don't have my coffee yet, but I'm going to sit back and let you roll. What? Where do we start? All right, we'll start. We'll start the way I always the way I always do it. We'll we'll start with a little game. With a little, I always bring I always bring a little game for you. So, All right. wise, you will be my contestant for this game. Okay. Now, wise, you are going to be my casting director. I am going to give you a. I'll, I'll give you a certain item. And you tell me the type of person you would cast for that role. Okay? Okay. All right. Hold on to your seats, kids. Does that have like a specific actor? It wise, if it, if I came to you and I said, look, I've got a script written. I'm going to write, I need some lost boys. I need the lost boys. Who would, what type of people would you cast for that role? As far as age, as far as gender, as far as children. Children. Okay. Boys, most more than likely. Boys. Wise, you sweet summer child. (laughs) Obviously, Disney did not get the memo that the lost boys from Peter Pan are. Boys. Uh, And this is in the latest trailer to the Peter Pan and Wendy that is coming out. And I I think it's a I think it's a movie. But so they come out with this trailer and we all know the story of Peter Pan, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. And in the trailer and I quote, she says, wait a minute. You're not all boys. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. How far have we gotten down this rabbit hole? You can't even cast boys to play the Lost Boys. Oh, my God. And, I mean, as if that's not bad enough. Oh, no. There's more. You go into the lore. 
into the lore of Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. Peter yeah. Pan in the actual writing, the from the 1950s, the actual story. This is before Disney even made the cartoon, before they even did Hook, before they even did all yeah. of that. Yeah. The actual yeah. writing. Mm -hmm. Peter Pan actually says in 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 the story, he says, Yes, they're lost boys because boys fall out of their pram. Girls are too smart to fall out, so they didn't come with us. Literally everything Disney wants you to know that Disney wants girls to be smarter than boys. Peter Pan actually says they're too smart to get taken away. Mm -hmm. But no, they can't resist. They have to make the lost boys girls. Oh boy. You, it you makes absolutely no sense. You have got you have got to be kidding me. And then you get later on in this trailer. There's more. Where it's, where it's Peter Pan. It's the story of Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, okay. However, you see Wendy. All of a sudden, she's fighting off pirates twice her size, hitting them with swords that, like, hitting them with swords and knocking them down. All right. I understand you want to make Wendy a big character, mm -hmm. but. If you're going to do a Peter Pan story, what makes Peter Pan a hero? That he saves Wendy. If Wendy doesn't get taken by the pirates and is just owning everyone, well, Peter Pan's useless. He's not a hero. He's just there. He's just a guy. Cole's added in the chat. He says the lost girls will claim their boys later. <laughs> <laughs> You you can't make this. You, you, you really you, you can't, really make, can't this make this stuff up. You I can't mean, make you can't make this up. You can't I make mean, this we, up. How long have we? How long have we been talking about Disney debacles, and they can't even get boys right? That's but that's that's with this everything nowadays. It's like with this everything. Makes four weeks now. No, but it's it's with right. everything though. It's it's any any programming you see nowadays. It's like they they switch they uh, like I'm like with the okay. One prime example is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm -hmm. Now that they call it Bel Air, it, it, yeah. it, it completely like. It oh, it's not even. It's not. I, I don't even. Count, I don't even Fresh count. Prince. I don't even count that as part of Fresh Prince. It's not it even Fresh go, Prince. It doesn't even go it's to. Not. It's like completely different. Like it is. It is. I mean, what they did. What they did to Uncle Phil in that Bel Air oh. show is absolutely atrocious. Oh boy, but. I haven't I, watched it. I haven't put eyes on it, nor do I want to put eyes on it. Oh, another, another, another casting, another casting game wise. If I were to tell you, I'm going to cast a, I need a blonde haired, blue eyed fairy. What type of, what type of person would you cast for that? A blonde haired, blue eyed woman or girl. A blonde haired, blue eyed woman. So you wouldn't. So you, you so you wouldn't put put an African American woman as Tinkerbell. What? You can't make this stuff up. Disney wait, just wait, wait, shoehorning wait. it in. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Yes, I, yes, I buried the lead. They did what? 
Yes, the, the very end of the trailer shows Tinkerbell, who obviously is not Tinkerbell because it is an African-American version of Tinkerbell, apparently. Uh, you can't make you, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, you, you wonder why they're losing $2 billion a quarter. An African-American version of Tinkerbell? Yep. This is for Disney. Mm, trays, 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 trays. You gotta be kidding me. I'm glad I didn't see the trailer. Now I don't want to see the trailer. What? <clears throat> Excuse me. What in the world are they? Chris, you're muted. Oh, there you go. Oh, there we go. We got you. All right. So this happened last, <clears throat> I mean, last week when I got off the air with you is when I, is when the trailer came across to me and I was like, Oh, oh my God. God. So I've been sitting on this for like a week. I, I I did it on the show. I did I broke it down on the show last uh last you Thursday did. and it you was did. just look there you go. Tink tinkable trash. Absolutely. I mean and they they messed up Tinkerbell. Is it that bad? I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, oppo- I'm not opposed to these live action thing. I, yeah. One of my favorite shows, as I mentioned in 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 the chat, when I said, you know, what's your favorite episodic? Tel- I watched Once Upon a Time. You couldn't miss. I couldn't miss an episode. Like people would come right. over on Sundays, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's eight o'clock. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, if you want, if you want to stay, this is what I'm watching. And if you don't want to, get out. Like I, I was locked in. I'm all in on live action fairy tales. Right. But don't change the character. You can't change the characters into just something you want just because you want it to be some way. You you have to stay true to the stories that we have. Here you it's, go. Here's here goes Sick Diggy again. Petey Penny, grown kid trace. <laughs> And, see what you started, <laughs> and that leads that lead that leads me into topic number two. Okay, which is look, there are there are three franchises in my lifetime. There are three franchises that you do not mess with. All right, one is Back to the Future. No, you don't. You don't mess with that. Oh, Back to the Future. <laughs> My favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future Part Mm 2. My second favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future. My third favorite is Back to the Future Part 3. So you don't mess with Back to the Future. No. The second one, they tried to mess with in 2016, and it failed miserably. They tried to reboot it again, and they got it decent, but still not not up to my standard. You don't mess with the Ghostbusters. No, you don't. Okay. Any version of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon—they were all perfect. You don't, you don't mess with them. 
No. And they learned that the hard way in 2016. Yeah, they did. However. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> Seth Rogen thinks he can mess with my third franchise oh, as no. a new trailer came out yesterday for a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm going to be sorry. I am still at a loss for words at how they have ruined this franchise. I'm going to be sick. And I'm going to get the first I'm going to get the first part out of the way because it's the Please most do. obvious one. They Please. saved it for the very end of the trailer cuz they knew it would piss everybody off. <laughs> April O'Neil. All right? Yes. April O'Neil, who in the cartoon is they well, all right. I get it in the lore of everything. She was supposed to be an Asian, but when they made it into a cartoon, they said, "Nope, let's make her a redheaded ginger," and she's yes. been a redheaded ginger ever since. Right. Right. Except for in this version, where they have made her a fat old. Black woman. I'm gonna be sick. I mean, I can almost, I can almost say, all right, you want to make April O'Neil a black woman? You at least have to make her an attractive black woman. No, they made her a fat old woman. I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. The look on Wise's face says it all. I'm gonna be sick. It doesn't make any sense. But that's not. But that's not even the. That's not even the worst thing that they've done. That's not the worst. Are you kidding me? The characters. Wait, wait, wait. there you go. There you go, Deets. So Shaquille O'Neal is pretty much. When you see, if you watch the car, if you watch the trailer, and you see the rendering of her, you. There's, it's no resemblance at all. It's not like April O'Neil is supposed to be the like the interest, the love interest of the turtle. Like the turtles are supposed to be like, yeah. oh my god, she's hot. Like that. That's that's the whole draw. That's why they had Megan Fox player in right. in the in the newer versions. Which right. I, I, I never thought I would say this, but won't this be makes it. Megan hey. Fox look good. Hey, there, you, there you go, Deeds. Uh, Mike, <laughs> at least you won't be a jerk Yankee. That's the truth. Yeah, at least, at least there's that. But <laughs> again, my Yankees. I going to do. I'm not bashing the Yankees, man. Again, April O'Neil is not even the worst. Not even the worst. Not even the worst part. Like she's How is that not the worst? You got something worse than that? Oh, because boy. all right. Let me. Let, I I know I know I know Seth Rogen pays attention to the program, so let me speak directly to him. Okay. The characters and their their characteristics are in the song. Just listen to the theme song. Mm-hmm. Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Yes. Raphael is rude but cool. Oh, is cool but rude, and Michelangelo's a party dude. No, in this version, every single Ninja Turtle is a freaking joke. They're they're comed- they're there for comedic presence. That's not. That's not how it works. 
That's and not I know they started this with the movie when they made Donatello like kind of like kind of the jokey. Michelangelo is supposed to be the jokey one. Yeah. Because he's got the nunchucks. Because that's what nunchucks are for. They're for like showing off and you can do all that stuff. That's what it's for. Yeah. Raphael has the size. Because yeah, Raphael has a a size. jerk. Because he's a jerk and he likes hand-to-hand combat and he likes to be close to people when he when he's fighting. Donatello is supposed to be the genius of the group. That's why he uses the bow staff. Yep. Because it takes yeah. more intelligence to use a bow staff to get to get on your enemy. And Leonardo is the leader. That's why he has the katanas. See, but no, so, not so in this iteration. They're all just clowns, and they all just tell joke after joke after joke, and everything is played off as a joke. And then it's my experience unbelievably is bad. Then, I mean, then, then we get how this. you can't get the characters right when, when, like I said, it's in the damn song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all you have to do is follow the song, and you would have been fine. Now we get a reference from. Bohemian Rhapsody. Thank you, Mike, for this. And now, when I edit later, I'm going to have to have that song in my head. Uh, Sick Diggy, I remember Pat Morita hosted an animated series in which you had stories from various parts of the world, Mr. Miyagi himself. I remember that. And then, in response to Wise saying, you're going to quit bashing my Yankees. That's what you're going to do. Mike says, it's not the Yankees, it's the players leaving us high and dry. Well, I mean, oh. I had I had to watch my favorite player growing up pitch a no-hitter for the Yankees. So Doc Gooden. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't do it with the Mets. Had had to do it with the Yankees. And you know what? You know what? Why? I was I was ever so I was ever so happy that he did it. I, I, I didn't care that he was a Yankee. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was Doc Gooden pitching a no-hitter. It was fantastic. You ain't got to tell me. I was excited. I love Doc Gooden. Absolutely, I absolutely love Doc Gooden. I think he won a ring with the Yankees, didn't he? Yes, he did. Him and Strawberry. 1996. Yep. And now Cole Sports is in on the fun. Let me go. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, and Cole Sports throws this shot. What? See, see, Cole, see, Cole. This is this is what I'm talking about, man. (sighs) You know what? I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. This is you. New season. It's a new season. It's a new season. Didn't you say Uh, that last year? There's no, there's no Verlander in in Houston. Um. So we'll see how well they do this year with that young pitching staff. You know what? You know what? Why? Wise is too good to let it go. I won't let it go. Cole, enjoy your championship. Don't worry about what the Yankees did. You guys won a championship. Enjoy it. This is for you, Wise. He said that was a compliment. Uh, that's that's not a compliment. That's not. Okay. <laughs> that's, right, back, that's as backhanded a compliment as you can get. But it's okay. That's all right. It's it's my now, problem. I'm gonna let it go. But here's why. Here's why I bring up. Here's why. I bring, uh, and I'm gonna tie all this together. And then and then, wise, we can get your your thoughts on this because since we're talking Yankees, it's perfect perfect segue right. to where I want to go with this. 
Okay. We got all these changes going on. We got changes with Peter Pan. We got changes with the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And we have changes in Major League Baseball. And changes that we've seen already at the college level that have cost teams games. Where okay. we've seen the pitch clock. And if you if you want it, just go to last weekend, watch the LSU game where they lost because the pitcher took too long and they call and they called a balk and it cost the winning run to cross the plate. They're using the pitch clock in college? They are. And they also have they also have the rule they also have the rule that, that Major League Baseball wants to in, implement. Which is you can only throw over you can only throw over twice. What? So, it, it, which is ridiculous because wait, after you throw over twice, the guy can just walk to second base. Like throwing over is part of the game. I, I it that's should be mouse, that's a cat and mouse part of the game. I mean. How many times do you think pitchers threw over to look at Ricky listen, Henderson? Listen, they, they are not trying to have these four-hour games. They are not trying to have four-hour games. I, I actually like the pitch count because it, it actually – the pitch – now pitchers go up there and they could, they don't have to sit there and think for like 20 you know who, minutes. You know, what, you, know, you know what, Wise? You know whose job that used to – you know whose job it used to be to make the pitcher pitch? The umpire. It's the umpire. The umpires have lost control of the game. The umpire is supposed to say, "You're taking too long. If you do it again, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna call a balk." And you tell the pitcher, "You need, you need to hurry up." That was the job of the umpire. It was not a pitch clock. Yeah, because I did it. I did it It for two years. Oh my it was God. it was the job of the umpire to officiate the game and make the game run, make the game go. If a guy's taking too long, you call timeout. There's an umpire, you jump out, you call timeout, you go to the mound, you say, you're taking too long, you need to hurry up. And mm-hmm. then you go back and you and you do it that way. That's the way it was that's the way it's always been done. But yeah. now umpires can't umpire umpires can't. They they because they've taken the game out of the umpire's hands. Not even the the, the, the umpires just they, they all they want to do is call balls and strikes and don't question us. Mm. Well, you know what? You need to become umpires again before before we give you that kind of that kind of power. Let me give you this. Chris Dietz's crap ton of frustration is brought to you by Clearwater Laxative. When things get money, <laughs> Clearwater is your buddy. And now available. And Clearwater Laxatives new colon cleanse. But here's the here's the link. Here's the link between the stories I brought on before and what and what Major League Baseball is considering with these rule changes and what right. college has implemented. All right. It's not about the like the rule changes. Okay, we can we can adapt to rule changes. We can do that. Mm-hmm. But it's why they're making the rule change. Why they're making the change is, oh, like why I said, we have to speed up the game. But you know what you do when you, when you, when you, when you put, you know what they're doing? They're not doing it to let's speed up the game. It's let's get interest from people who aren't interested in baseball. Yeah. And you know what you do when you change, when when you make one little change to something, 
you know what you do? You make people who already like like baseball walk the way away. it is. Walk away. They look at it and they go, I don't like the I, I don't like what's going on. I don't like this game anymore. I'm walking away. And I can and almost I said as I such. I said I don't I have said the stats. I don't have the stats, but I can almost guarantee you every time they make one of these changes to whether it's entertainment or whether it's anything, they take they for every one person that they get, I guarantee you two or three leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm and one of them. I'm a, I'm a big time baseball fan. I'm a big I'm a big time base baseball fan. But these rule changers have got have got to go. Cole threw a comment in here. Um the amount of fellatio people are giving MLB about the pitch clock being good for the game is sickening. You're right. And he also says this the pitch clock and the ghost runner must go. Deets, give me your thoughts on that, on how people on how they're gonna start the tenth inning now with that damn ghost runner. The ghost the ghost runner. I mean I mean why just make it beer league softball? And I mean that that's you do that in beer league softball because you want to get the game over with because there's another game after it coming on. You don't have that. I don't understand. Like everybody I've talked to about every baseball fan that I've talked to, mm-hmm. every time they go to a game, I've never had somebody come back from a game from a lot from going to a game live. I've never had somebody come back and say, "Man." I'm glad that I'm glad that ended. I, I wanted it to end. I've never heard that. I've always not, heard that. I did not doing it for people, people at the games. I'm saying they're doing it more for for TV because they're, they're, they're again, it's all boils down to money. Mm-hmm. So if they can Here's, speed up these games, they can speed up the games, then. The networks can program other stuff and make more. It, it's just nonsense. And that Ghost Runner crap—that's ridiculous. It is. Like, here's the rub. Here's the rub. Run here, here's the rub to that, wise though. They're making these changes for people who aren't interested in baseball. And guess what? The changes don't get the don't get them interested in baseball because they're making changes for people who are, again, who are not interested. And they're never going to be interested. They're never going to be interested in baseball. But baseball is saying, oh, let's play to these people. Let's play to these people. And it's the same thing college football does. Mm-hmm. Snowman, you've heard me talk about college football with this. Oh, yeah. But the more college football changes to the oh to the fan who says, oh, I don't watch it because there's because there's no playoff. Well, there's a playoff now. Oh yeah, but it's only four teams in the playoffs, and they still, they still don't, don't watch it. it. They still make diehard fans. They're ruining their regular season, which is ruin ruin college football. Mm-hmm. And, and you said and, you said it. You said it. Year. I will never forget. on me when I say it. It's gonna <clears> ruin. <throat> it's gonna ruin you, college football. I will football. never forget the first time you said it when you were on my program talking about the playoff. Uh, Cole says baseball wants to attract boys who game and surf the internet on their phone. Yes, I've seen it in college baseball games. Guess what? They still will do will do that after these rules. What? Uh, guess what? They still do after these rules are implemented. They won't go back to the ballpark. That's for sure. You're right. 
Yeah. You're right. Baseball's being ruined right before our eyes. They're being ruined right before our eyes. But Dee's hit the nail on the head. The pitch clock makes the umpire um, umpires pointless because it was the umpire's duty to get to to keep get and keep the game going. And now that's taken out of their hands. Cole again, the umpires should be the pitch clock, but they don't give two craps about officiating all the way. No truer words. No, they, they, no, no they truer know. words that, are even spoken. And then, and then you've got the other rule that Major League Baseball put in, which is, um, uh, which was no shifts. You're not, you're not allowed to shift uh-huh. anymore. Which you know how you, you know how you, you combat the shift. You hit you the hit. ball the other way. Hit the ball the other way. You do what that's. You do what I believe Robinson Cano did. Such, such this game I has become such a home run happy game mm-hmm. that they just want to see the long ball. They just want to see people pull the ball. You know what? You know what this if they shifted, you hit it to the spot where there was no player. You know what Robinson that rule? Cano did it per- Robinson Cano did it perfectly against Boston. I saw one game. They shifted for him, and he bunted the ball down the third baseline and turned it into a double. He turned it into a double. That's uh, how you beat the. That's how you beat the shift. You don't take the shift away. That's a strategy. But that's because they 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 they're taking the fundamentals out of baseball. They're not people are say that uh, again. Say they, that they, again. They are taking the fundamentals out of baseball? Because when I grew up playing baseball, we weren't all. I learned how to hit all on to all sides of the field. Same. I I learned how to hit to right, left, center. I wasn't a pull hitter. I had the power to pull the ball. Yeah. But I learned how to hit all around. So if the ball was in a certain spot, I knew I was going to drive it to right field. If the ball was in another spot, oh, that's the kind of pitch that I could drive up to center. And if they give you, left. and if they give you the opposite alley, you hit it that way. Yeah, you hit it that way. I'm I'm a straight right-handed hitter, and but if they're giving me the right center field alley, guess what? I'm not going to try to pull the ball. I'm going to try to blast it in the right center. You know, Ryan McCarthy, Matt uh, Matt Carpenter turned the bunt into a double because of the shift. It's one of the most brilliant plays I've ever seen. And I've seen it a few times before they eliminated it. Wise is on point. I like the shift. It forced the batter to hit it where they ain't. But that's what but these batters don't do that. Like, no. These, these they don't work, batters, they don't they work, work, they work, they work on it. Highlight. They don't worry. We used to, work, we used to play a game. We used to play say a that again. Deed, say that again. They don't work on it. They don't work on it. We used to play a game in college when I was when I was on the college baseball team. We used to play a game uh, when we did batting practice. When we did batting practice, you went through the lineup and you had three guys, three guys batting, and the rest of the guys were in the field. So, for the three guys that are up, we used to play a game where the coach would say, "All right." Hit the hit a ground ball to the right side. Yeah, and you, no matter where the ball was pitched, you had to hit it to the right side. If you didn't, it, it was knock. It was called knockout. And yep. if you didn't hit the ball, if you pulled the ball, you were out. And it and it made us have to switch. It made us have to switch. And of course, you know, like sometimes it would be made easy. Like they would pitch the ball outside so you could drive the ball the other way. Yep. Sometimes. sometimes Sometimes coach would be a dick and throw the ball inside, so you had to kind of like shuffle it out. But we worked, we worked on it 
we worked on it all the time. All the time, we did that at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's play. Let's play some knockout. See who lasts. Look, look, at, look then, at this nonsense where oh. where someone can bat below the Mendoza line. Yeah, but hit thirty home runs. Joey Gallo, right? Hit Joey, thirty home Joey runs. Gallo, anybody? And that's okay. That's acceptable. No, that is not acceptable. That's not. It, it, like. I don't understand. To me, if you was batting below Mendoza line, you didn't belong in the majors. You know, that's how I feel about the pitch clock, Cole says. It's also taking the fundamentals out of the game. Ryan McCoffey, no one teaches situational hitting anymore. It's all about analytics and launch angles and, 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 and power. And I hate all those. Of that, all of that analytic all of that analytics comes is why is why I've always said this and to tie it back to entertainment. The movie Moneyball is was the worst thing baseball ever had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because according to the analytics, moving a runner over is is not it it it, it doesn't count it doesn't count as much as striking the ball, which makes no sense to me. It's not about it's not about when it makes it. You have to play situation. If it's the eighth inning, you need to get runners over. That's the whole point. This is for this is for wise Ryan McCarthy. I'm talking to you, Aaron Boone, the Brandon Staley of Major League Baseball. That's why I love Joe Torre. Yeah, yeah. It was those Yankees of the the '90s and early 2000s. They weren't a power hitting team. They manufactured they, runs. Yes. And that's the kind they of man, that's, why, that's why I became a fan of when I when I lived in Tampa, that's why I became a fan of the 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 Devil Rays was because they played baseball. You lived in Tampa? How long yeah, I lived in Tampa? Tampa man. I lived in Tampa eight years. Oh but, wow. I didn't know that. And and that's why I enjoyed what when I went to the first Rays playoff games against the Red Sox. And I know that joint was loud. It was crazy. But I enjoyed watching the Rays play because, again, Joe Madden had them playing baseball. They, they didn't the, only they rely play, on the home run. The, the Rays they, they played small ball. They manufactured runs. The Rays and, played small ball offensively and, and, and defensively. And how how is baseball how is baseball going to, like, manage this? How are they going to say, all right, a guy ha- like are they going to put boxes on the field like oh the guy has to be in this position when the ball is pitched like mm-hmm. how are you that's part of the game is being at being at di- in different spots i mean managers are going managers like joe madden are not stupid they're going to find a way to manufacture the, a, a, a shift whether it's moving the whether it's moving the moving the right fielder in and moving the outfield over Ozzy Guillen, same thing when the White Sox yeah. won it all in 2005, they manufactured a lot of their runs. They didn't rely yeah. on the home run. Even though Paul Konerko hit 40 that year, they manufactured they manufactured more more runs. We're coming up toward the top of the hour. A few comments. I missed the strategy of manufacturing a run. The days of a walk or a hit followed by a stolen base, a ground out to move the runner the third, and a sack fly to bring the runner home, gone. It's gone. I do, I do. I do have to. I do have to say something before we get to the top of the hour. I do have to say something, and I, I see him in the chat. Cole, you might you might want to leave for my next comment. You might want to yeah. leave the chat. You might want to leave. You might want to leave this because it just came across. I just saw it on my. Tell and 
Tell me this is not a slap in the face to the city of Houston. Next year, the Tennessee Titans are going to wear the Houston Oilers uniforms. Guess what home game they're gonna guess what home game they're gonna wear them against? Guess the, the guess the team. The Texans. The Texans. Against the Houston Texans, the Titans are gonna wear Oilers uniforms. I'm really going to be sick. When I saw this, I went, I was reading the comments. So many people, oh, this is so great. I can't believe they're going to do this. And I said, are you kidding me? You're going to do this against Houston, against the Houston Texans? This is the dumbest idea I've ever seen in my entire life. Y'all saw the look on my face. I mean, I, I've already I've already said it. If I were the commissioner, I would rip that uniform from Tennessee and give it to Houston and say, Houston, this is your these are your colors. Get rid of the navy blue. You're you're wearing the oiler blue. And from change now, the name. Even if you don't want the uniform, you're wearing the colors. Yeah. What frustrates me the most about the Titans being in Nashville is they took the Oilers uniforms with them. I get ill. When I see their throwback jerseys, you're not the only one. Yeah, and Cole, you're not- now you now you're gonna have to see. Not only are you gonna have to see the Titans wearing the Oilers uniforms, but against your own Houston Texans. Oh boy, you can't make again. You can't make this. You stuff can't up. make this up. <laughs> I mean, you absolutely you cannot. You can pick a worse game. You can pick a worse game for that. You cannot make this up. Chris Dietz joining us as he does every Thursday, tying entertainment and sports all together. Absolutely love it. Absolutely great job. Thank you, Dietz, so um, much. Thanks, man. guys. And uh, full show, full show, t- full show tonight. And I'm sure more stuff will happen <laughs> between oh, now, yeah. between well, now I'm and nine, o- between now and nine know. o'clock. I'm sure. No, I'm sure uh, it, it looks like KD is going to miss the rest of the regular season. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that at the top of hour two. Thank you, Deets. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, guys. Go on. Passionate. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Unflinching. Let's go back to losing. Parking was easier. Unrelenting. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Totally. This one has a chance. Deets. Yeah. That's not just a murmur, that's a full-blown fibrillation. 